Welcome to That's What She Did. This is one of your hosts, T, along with Michelle Talbert, and we're coming to you every day during the month of March to bring you these stories of inspiring everyday Wonder Women that you've probably never heard of. So grab a mimosa and buckle in. We're about to begin. Hey, Michelle. Hey, T. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? I am awesome. Wonderful, wonderful. So we are back with another episode of That's What She Did, baby. That's what she did. <laughs> As usual, I'm excited. Me too. Happy Women's History Month continues. Yes. I love Women's History Month. It's just so fun. I don't think I've ever had this much fun with Women's History Month before. Me either. And I think it's really cool to bring these stories um, every day because we're learning just a little snippet. It's just a few minutes every day learning about a woman who, for the most part, I've never heard of before. You know, I don't think we've discussed many women who I've heard of before. So it's pretty awesome. Or I've heard their name, but just didn't know that much about them. So this is really exciting for me. Yeah, that's a good point. I think... There was maybe one or two women that I've, I had heard their name before, um, but didn't really know anything about them until we started digging in and doing some research. And I think what's really interesting and exciting about that as, is the more that I research one woman, the more likely a, a whole other woman that I've never, ever encountered in my life pops up. And I'm just like, there's no lack of women that we need to be <laughs> learning about. It's so true. So we need Women's History Month every single month, right? Absolutely. Women <laughs> all year round. So. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. So I have a, a a profile for you today of another woman who I don't know how her name got onto my list. I don't know where I first encountered this name, but I didn't know a lick about her Mm -hmm. until I was like, well, that's an interesting name. I would think I would like to learn more about that and just Googled her and got a wealth of information. So I am excited to be sharing with you all today about Dr. Wangari Muta Mathai. Long name, lots of vowels. (laughs) So I apologize if I am pronouncing that wrong. She's from Kenya. So any people from Kenya that know how to pronounce that properly, please school the sister. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Dr. Mathai was um, an internationally re- renowned Kenyan environmental political activist and Nobel laureate. In 1977, she founded the Green Belt Movement, which is an environmental, um, excuse me, a non-governmental environmental organization focused on the planting of trees, environmental conservation, and women's rights. Now, this Greenbelt movement, Dr. Mathai essentially founded from her kitchen, and it grew to be a international movement across Africa. Wow. Um, And had huge impacts in the lives of everyday rural Kenyan women. Um, And 
it, it was just, it was this huge thing that she ended up doing. Um, and if I recall correctly, let me look here to make sure I'm saying this right. So the movement expanded throughout Africa and led to the foundation of the Pan-African Green Belt Network with 45 representatives from 15 African countries traveling to Kenya within three years after she founded it to learn how to set up similar programs in their own countries to combat uh, deforestation, the water crisis, and rural hunger. Wow. Now, one thing that I especially love about the Green Belt movement is that it really focuses on women in those rural communities as the catalyst for change across the country and the entire cattle and excuse me the entire continent of Africa and it's incredible so it, you know there was microfunding that ended up happening and it was an economic belt for women that were involved in this program to be able to have upward mobility within their communities and change outcomes for their entire families. Wow. So that alone is incredibly inspiring and impressive, but the woman herself is a powerhouse. Right, right. <laughs> and when I learned more about her, I couldn't believe that I didn't know anything about her because she's just this force of nature. So a little bit about Dr. Mathai. So she was born in rural Kenya in 1940, and she went on to obtain a degree in biological sciences from Mount St. Scholastica College in Atchison, Kansas hmm. um, in 1964. She got a master's of science from the University of Pittsburgh in 1966, um, went on to pursue doctoral degree in Germany and through the University of Nairobi. And then she obtained her PhD in 1971 from the University of Nairobi, where she was also a professor and taught in veterinary anatomy. Now, she was the first woman in East and Central Africa to earn a doctoral degree. Hmm. Um, and she became the first woman, at, I believe, um, to be a professor that chaired the Department of Veterinary Autonomy, Anatomy, excuse me. I can read, I swear. <laughs> I believe it. I know you can. Anatomy. <laughs> um, it was also an associate professor from 1976 and 1977 as well. In both cases, she was the first woman to attain those positions in the entire region. Um, and again, so we're talking the 70s. <laughs> um, wow. so, yeah, so she went on to be internationally acknowledged for her struggle for democracy, human rights, and environmental conservation. She served on the board of many organizations, both nationally and internationally, and was heavily involved with the UN. Um, she addressed the UN on a number of occasions and spoke on behalf of women at special sessions of the General Assembly during a five-year review period of the Earth Summit. And she served on the Commission for Global Governance and the Commission on the Future. Now, I don't know what that is, but it sounds important. Right, exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that sounds heavy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a really big deal. Right, right. <laughs> 
it kind of like I first read that and it made me think like if this was the Avengers, the commission of the future is like what the Avengers would form and be like, this is how we're protecting the universe. Right. right. <laughs> it's like this sounds like a big deal. She doesn't have any kind of like pellets on her belt or anything. <laughs> no. Like all the lassos, whoever the whoever's in Justice League. Well, I mean, when I say like the the you know, real life everyday super women, mm-hmm. like this, exactly. this woman was legit. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> she was sure. doing the damn thing. Sure, for sure. So um if so unfortunately Professor Mathai passed away September 25th of 2011 at the age of 71 mm. um, after a battle with ovarian cancer. Mm. Uh, but when she passed, she was so revered that there were memorial ceremonies held for her in Kenya, New York, San Francisco, and London. Wow. Which again is frustrating that we didn't know of her. Yeah. I, think, you know, be, I, I don't do much in environmental work, to be frank and candid. Um, but I don't feel like we should have to do much in environmental work to have heard about her. I mean, she seems like someone who we should know about. Yeah, I mean, she's such a big deal. And it still is kind of mind-boggling to me how someone, a woman who is so accomplished, is so little known mm-hmm. that she should be in textbooks all over the place, right? Like, we right. should be knowing these stories. Uh, so that's why I was so ready to bring this story profile, Dr. Mathai. Um, But before we close on her, I did want to talk a little bit about her personal life outside of what she was doing in in her career and for, you know, democracy and, and the environment. She was a powerhouse in every aspect. Mm-hmm. So she was married for a time. Um, and her hu- she and her husband separated in 1977 after, after a lengthy separation. Her husband filed for divorce in 1979. And her husband was said to have told the court that he wanted to divorce her because she was too strong-minded for a woman mm-hmm. and that he was unable to control her. <laughs> he <laughs> called her cruel. Yeah, exactly. I, I was like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need more of that. Right? So in court, he referred to her as cruel and uh, publicly accused her of adultery with a member of the Kenyan parliament. Um, and, and he blamed her for causing his high blood pressure because she was too strong-willed. And the judge at the time that was proceeding over their divorce case ruled in favor of the husband right and she became upset and shortly after the trial she was interviewed by a magazine because you know she's again she's already doing big things in her career so they interviewed her and she said in the interview that the judge was incompetent and (laughs) or corrupt (laughs) but this is kenya in the 70s and the judge did not take kindly to those comments of course so he charged her with contempt of court Mm. and found her guilty and sentenced her to six months in jail wow yeah so she served she served the time she served three days okay in prison and her lawyer was able to formulate um an argument that 
it sounds like it was a higher court agreed with and released her. Sure. Um, shortly after she was released, the divorce was granted and her former husband petitioned the court demanding that she drop his last name um, because Mathai was his last name. Mm. So I have to believe in an act of defiance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What she did instead of dropping it is she changed it by adding an extra name, a letter Mm. a to the spelling. Mm. And I just got to believe that was a a big middle finger to him that was, Oh really? Right. And so I right. just love that little piece of her story where I was right. like, yeah, she was not going to take it at no. all. And I it sounds strong-willed to me. And I know it's, that's so interesting because two things popped in my head when you said that. One is, I don't know if you ever saw the movie or heard that Tina Turner was married to Ike Turner, right? They got divorced, but Tina Turner had already made her name mm-hmm. as Tina Turner, you know, um, versus um, anime Bullock. And so she petitioned the court to be able to keep Ike's last name, even though she didn't want to necessarily be obviously married to him anymore. Um, So I do think that, you know, it's like, what's in a name? What's in a name? And it's interesting because we think about women who keep their maiden names. But I think the bottom line is the value that you attach to the name you create when you're moving through these spaces and creating your legacy and interacting with the world. How does the world know you? Right. So it's not necessarily that it's his name. It's her name. That's her name. It's her name. Like I made this name. Yeah. Yeah. She made that name. And I love that scene in that movie. Yeah, for sure. Where Tina Turner is like, I just want the name. He can have everything everything else. else. Keep in my name. I can make (laughs) everything else back, but this is my name. Yes. Um, Yeah. And so I think that that's another uh, example of a woman saying, I've created this name. I've moved to the through my spaces with this name and this is who I'm known as. And I've actually, you know, put some respect on my name. Yeah. Put, <laughs> put some respect on it. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. So yeah. really cool. I think, um, you know, again, like, like you said, it's just, she's a badass woman who we should definitely know about and we shouldn't have to just be an environmentalist to have heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad we're, t- we're talking about her today. So and just great. to summarize her many accomplishments, I mean, there's, the list is really huge and, mm-hmm. and we don't have the time to go through every little thing that she accomplished, but I put through together some quick numbers. Um, and I like, she has so many accomplishments that you can literally go through her bio and just count. And so I counted a few sections. Right. <laughs> and so this is what I came up with. So she's written four books. She received five academic appointments. 15 honorary degrees from universities all over the world. And she had 50 plus national and international awards. Mm. So not just like. Not including the Nobel Prize. Right. Including the Nobel Prize and, you know, like, you know, stuff from the, from the UN and mm-hmm. stuff from President Obama and, and stuff from this, like, we're talking major, 50 plus sure. major awards. This is not like. <laughs> <laughs> like your high school's right. year or something. Showing up. Yeah. Right. 
this it was a big deal. So just to summarize how very accomplished she was. Um, and if anybody that wants to learn more about Dr. Mathai or the Greenbelt movement and, and everything it's doing, it still exists. Um, and they're still, you know, making progress in the continent of Africa around these issues. You can just go to greenbeltmovement.org. And I would encourage definitely learning more about what she started and, and the legacy that she has left behind. And she was really something. That's what she did. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what she did. And I think my takeaway personally from learning about uh, Dr. Mathai was, was just own your space. Yeah. You know, she just was like, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing and you're not going to take it from me. I mean, I didn't mention, but I'll mention it that she was also eventually elected to parliament in Kenya. Right. Um, and you know, was able to do other great things in, in that position. You know, she did a lot of things outside of the green belt movement and, her list of accomplishments is huge, but I think being, I want, I strive personally to be that level of badass, right? Where it's just like, I'm owning my space all of the time. I love that about her. And I think as women, we're, we're so taught to shrink ourselves and right. she was not shrinking for anybody. Right. And mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing about her. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty fascinating. I think it's pretty fabulous. Well, thank you, T. That was really good, Dr. Mathai. All right now. Loved it. Now, everybody else, as you're listening to this, if you can think of another inspiring woman that we should know about, everyday wonder women that we just don't know, we want to share that story, you make sure you share that with us and write to us at that's what she did podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. And we will see you on the next episode of That's Was- What She Did. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing it together. Probably because you said it a little faster. I was concerned. I was like, okay, I messed it up. We're going <laughs> to practice that in the future and get it right. <laughs> All right. See you on the next episode. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. You just heard an episode of That's What She Did, bringing you stories of incredible women doing incredible things. Make sure you join us again tomorrow as we bring you the deets on another everyday Wonder Woman to inspire you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Oh, and make sure you share it with your friends. Spread the love. Bye.